This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we continue with a series based on the 23rd Psalm called Living in the Goodness of God. In these lessons, you'll discover that God is good all the time, even in life's most difficult circumstances. And you'll experience the hope and favor that spring from God's divine goodness. Before we get started, we want to let you know that very generous friends of the ministry are offering a $100,000 matching grant. That means that every dollar you give right now to help Daily Hope share the hope of Jesus around the world will be matched up to $100,000, making your gift go twice as far. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with the final part of a message called, Is God Really Good All the Time? Now there's one other negative consequence when you forget how good God really is to you. And you just forget it. You start claiming credit for things that God did that you didn't do, he did it through you. You stop asking God for help. You stop trusting God in difficult times. And the fourth thing that happens when you forget God's goodness, I do it, you do it, is I become pessimistic about the future. When you forget how good God really is, you become pessimistic about the future. You lose hope because hope is based on the goodness of God. If God isn't good, there is no hope. David tells us this in Psalm 27, the connection between hope and the goodness of God. And in verse 13 and 14, he says this. I would have despaired. He said, I would have been desperate. I would have been in total despair unless I had believed that I'd see the goodness, there it is, the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He goes, man, there would be no hope if if God was not a good God. We're up a creek without a paddle. I would have been in despair. But he did know that God was a good God. So he says, instead, instead I thought, wait for the Lord. I don't see the answer right now. I'm gonna wait for the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. He says, don't get in a hurry. God is a good God. You've made the request. Now wait. Do you ever do this? Or do you get in so much of a hurry you don't have time for God to give you the answer? When there's something you wanna buy and it's really important, do you give God an opportunity to give it to you first? No, I don't even think about that. I go out and put it on my credit card. I buy something I want with money I don't have. And then you're in debt. Have you ever, on like a big purchase, said, Lord, before I buy this, I'm gonna give you a chance to give it to me. Do you wanna give this to me? I tell you, that happens. I've had it happen many times in my life. When you get in a hurry, God, I really wanna get married, but I'm not gonna wait on you to provide the person. I'm gonna go out and find the nearest beating heart. (laughs) And then you regret that one the rest of your life. Because you got in a hurry, you did not wait. You did not trust the goodness of God. Most of your problems in life come from your inability to delay gratification. I want it and I want it right now. That's called being immature. That's what babies say. I want it now. 
Not later, I want it now. That's immaturity. And so I become pessimistic about the future. He says, I would have despaired. Now listen. If you are fighting depression these days, if you are fighting discouragement these days, if you're fighting doubt these days, if you're fighting despair, let me tell you, do two things. Number one, start focusing on all the ways that God has been good to you. Get your eyes off the problems and get your eyes on all the things God has done for you. Make a list. Count your blessings. Write them down. Make a list of all the ways God is good in your life and focus on that. And number two, don't miss any of the next nine weeks in this series. Because <laughs> this is gonna be a hope dispenser for nine weeks. This may be one of the most important series I've ever taught. It'll definitely be encouraging, it'll definitely be inspirational, it'll definitely will raise your level of hope. I'm a hope dealer. Okay? Now, one of my definitions of hope, I want you to write this down. Hope is anticipating God's goodness. Hope is anticipating God's goodness. The only reason you have hope is because God's a good God. If God is not a good God, there is no radical, rational, logical reason for hope. Because we're up a creek, as I said, without a paddle. We're all on our own. The foundation of all hope is the goodness of God. If God is not a good hope, good God, we don't have any hope. Not for the future. You remember this verse? We memorized it in one of the previous campaigns, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you. God has plans for your life. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, and they're plans for good. Why, because he's a good God. God only has good plans for your life. He does not have bad plans for your life. He only has good plans for your life. Now you can miss those plans. A lot of people miss God's plan for their life because they're doing their own plan. But he says, the plans I have for you are good plans, plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Hope is tied to the goodness of God. And the more you understand God's goodness, the more hopeful you're gonna be in life. Let me read that verse again we read earlier. That's Psalm 27. I would have despaired. I would have despaired about my life, about everything, unless I had believed that I'd see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I have a future because of God's goodness. Instead, instead of despairing, I thought, wait for the Lord, be strong, let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. We actually sing a song about this. It says, I will remain confident of this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord. Now, some of you have turned the outline over and go, oh no, we got nine more points. <laughs> and you go, oh, are you kidding me? I have no intention of teaching this material to you because I'm going to teach it the next nine weeks. This is the index for the series. I want you to just fill this in. I'm just gonna give you the fill-ins and then you're gonna know where we're gonna go. I'm gonna spend an entire weekend on each one of these nine points. So all this is is just, just let you know where you're going. I'm, I want you to see the forest, not just the single tree. 
Psalm 23 lists nine different benefits of God's goodness to you, and we're gonna cover them in detail. So write these down. Because God is good, number one, verse one, he will meet my needs when I'm worried. Because God is a good God, he will meet all my needs when I'm worried. The Lord is my shepherd, I will lack nothing, nada, zip, zero. He meets my needs when I'm worried. Number two, because God is a good God. Number two, you need this one. He will teach me to relax when I'm stressed out. Some of you, if you just come that one week, that's the week you need. He will teach me how to relax when I'm stressed out. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. This is a metaphor for peace and tranquility. He makes me lie down. Has God ever had to make you lay down because you are not smart enough to lay down on your own? And you're working so much and you're burning the candle at both ends and you're not as bright as you think you are? He makes you lie down. He'll teach you how to relax when you're stressed. Number three, because God is good, he will replenish my strength when I'm empty. And the truth be told, some of you are out of gas. You've been running on fumes for miles. You need this series. The Bible says he restores my soul. Most of the modern translations say he gives me new strength. So, so I've got sustenance. He, I meet my needs when I'm worried. And I've got balance. He's going to teach me how to relax. And then I've got resilience because he restores my soul. He, he fills me up when I'm empty. Number four, because God is a good God, he will guide me when I'm confused. And nothing stresses you out as much as indecision. And you've got guidance. He guides me in the right paths for his namesake because he is a good God. He's not playing games with you. Number five, because God is a good God, he will walk with me in my dark and fearful days. Because God is a good God, he will walk with me. He's not gonna leave me alone. You're gonna go through some dark days ahead. You're gonna go through some fearful times ahead, but he's not gonna be with you. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And if God's with you, it doesn't matter who's against you. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. If you've missed any part of today's teaching, you can listen online anytime at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. If you want to make your time in prayer the best it can be, then you're going to want to get a copy of the brand new 2022 Daily Hope Prayer Journal. This year's theme, Connecting with Jesus, the source of living water, will help you tap into God's power and presence as you discover the keys to praying with passion and purpose. This hardcover journal features a soft touch cover and 235 beautifully designed pages filled with inspiring Bible verses, photos, and artwork. It's a spiritual growth tool designed to help you enjoy a vibrant prayer life, connect with the Lord, and establish a consistent daily prayer time. As you use this journal, you'll be amazed at how faithful God is to answer your prayers. You'll be reminded every day how much God loves you and wants to be part of your life. 
When you give a gift to help Daily Hope reach people around the world with the hope of Jesus, we'll send you the all-new 2022 Daily Hope Prayer Journal to say thanks. Quantities are limited, so don't wait. Go to PastorRick.com to get your 2022 prayer journal and have your gift matched up to $100,000. Or just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. Number six, he will protect me when I feel insecure. The Bible says in verse four of Psalm 23, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now that didn't mean anything to you because you don't know that the rod and staff are the two tools of a shepherd in leading sheep. And those tools are given to a shepherd for the benefit of the sheep. I'll explain that. He will protect me when I feel insecure. That's God's assurance. And then number seven, Because God is a good God, he will publicly show his favor on my life. Now we're gonna cover this word favor in depth in this series. God wants to put favor on your life. Favor's another way for, another term for goodness. It's another term for God's grace. God wants to show favor. When you have a favorite child or when you have a favored status in economic trade, you get privileges nobody else gets. I have the favor of God on my life. I've had God's favor on my life since a young man. I know it and I feel it and other people see it. It's not something I'm proud about, it's something I'm humbled by. I have the favor of God on my life. I want the favor of God on your life too. I want you to feel the favor of God, the smile of God on your life. And God says, I will publicly show my favor on your life even when everybody's attacking you, criticizing you, when they're against you. The Bible says, you prepare a banquet for me in front of all my enemies. Na, 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 (laughs) na. And you anoint my head with oil. There's meaning behind this. And my cup overflows. He said, I'm not just gonna meet your need. You'll have abundance. It's gonna overflow in your life if you'll trust me. Number eight, because God is a good God, he will be good to me no matter what happens. Other people may not be good to you in the future, but God will, and you can count on that, the consistency, his benevolence. He will be good to me no matter what happens. Surely goodness, there's that word, surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. I don't know what's gonna happen in my life. You don't know what's gonna happen in your life. But I do know this, goodness and mercy will be with me. God's goodness will be with me and God's mercy will be with me and I can handle anything if God's goodness and mercy are with me. That's his, his love, it's his benevolence. And then number 10, as if that's not enough, he takes us into the next life because God is a good God, he will take me to heaven one day. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's a long time, forever. That is the goodness of God. Now, we're gonna go in depth on each of these nine things in the next nine weeks. I wanna summarize this for you up here on the screen, look at this. 
Because God is a good God, God wants to give you a life of sustenance. He'll meet my needs when I'm worried. A life of balance. He'll teach me how to relax when I'm stressed out. God wants to give you a life of resilience. He'll replenish my strength when I'm empty. He wants to give you a life of guidance. He'll guide me when I'm confused. He wants to give you a life of confidence. He'll walk with me through my darkest days. He wants to give you, because he is a good God, assurance. He'll protect me when I feel insecure. He wants to give you a life of influence. He will publicly show his favor on your life if you'll trust him. He wants to give you a life of abundance. Your cup will run over. He wants to give you a life of benevolence. Goodness and mercy will be with me. He will, he will be good to me the rest of my life. And he wants to give you an inheritance. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't, want, who doesn't need that? Everybody needs what God has to offer. We're just looking for it in all the wrong places. We're expecting those 10 needs to be met by our careers, by our bank accounts, by our relationships, by our marriages, our boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And God goes, no, 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 it's me, I'm it. I'm the source of all goodness in your life. You're looking in the wrong thing. You make anybody else a source of goodness in your life, they're called an idol. Who does not need this? Everybody needs it, everybody wants it. Now, where do you get those 10 benefits, all those good benefits? From the Lord, who is your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Now, who, who is the shepherd? It's Jesus. Jesus is the Lord. Jesus is the shepherd. Look at this verse on the screen. Jesus said, my purpose is to give life in all its fullness. I am the good shepherd, I'm it. No doubt here, I am the good shepherd. He's either telling the truth or he's lying. I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. All of those benefits are only available to you, not because you're good, because God is good. And he, Jesus Christ, came to earth and paid for all those things on the cross. He paid for all those benefits in your life when he died for your sins. That's why they call it Good Friday. Good Friday certainly wasn't good for Jesus. It was painful, it was torture, he died. But he willingly, he said, no man takes my life, I give it up willingly. He came to die for our sins, to pay to make all those things possible. You see, sending the Messiah to die for you is the ultimate expression of God's goodness. Let me show you a verse, last verse on the screen. The Bible says this in Isaiah 49, 15 and 16. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast? Obviously not. No mom's gonna forget a nursing child. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? No. Though she may forget, God says, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Now Isaiah said that hundreds of years before Jesus Christ died on the cross and they put nails through his hands. Did you know that God has a tattoo of you? 
I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. When you get to heaven, the only person who's going to have scars in heaven will be Jesus Christ. And you'll see, I've engraved you on the palm. This is how much I love you. This is how much I love you. This is how good I am to you. Let's bow our heads. God, you are so good. We could never deserve your goodness. <laughs> we would not be alive. We would not take our next breath. Our heart would have its, not have its next beat if you weren't a good God. Forgive us for ungratefulness. Forgive us for prideful self-centeredness. Forgive us for thinking that we did it all. Yeah, right. Nothing would happen. We wouldn't even exist if it weren't for you. Now you pray. Why don't you say something like this? God, I, I, I'm sorry that I've often forgotten your goodness. I don't think about it. And God, when I don't think about how good you are, I start claiming credit for things that you did for me and through me and in me and to me. And I'm sorry. I'd have nothing without you. And God, so much of the time I forget your goodness and I just stop asking you for help. And so I'm not learning to trust you because I'm not asking you to meet my needs. You've told me to come boldly in prayer to the good and gracious God and expect you to answer out of your goodness. So I want to start asking for your blessing and answers to my needs every day of my life. And Lord, because I forget your goodness, I often stop trusting you in difficult times. Help me to remember that in everything you're working for good, even the bad stuff, because you have a good plan for my life. I don't want to be pessimistic about my future. Like David, I would despair if I didn't know the goodness of God. Help me to wait for you. Help me to be strong, to, to take courage in my heart and to wait for God to answer the needs in my life. Lord, I want this life that is outlined in Psalm 23, a life of sustenance and balance, resilience and guidance, confidence and assurance, influence and abundance, benevolence and inheritance. And I know that you've made this available not because of my goodness, because I'm not, but because of your goodness and your grace. Jesus Christ, thank you for paying for all of these things with your life. And as much as I know how, I ask you to be my good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep and you did that for me. So I don't understand it all, but I'm asking you to make yourself real to me. And I want to learn to love you and follow you and trust you. You're a good God. And I pray this humbly in your name. Amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me? Write to me, 
rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We've got some incredible news to share with you. Very generous friends have given a $100,000 matching grant to this ministry. That means all this month, every dollar you give to help Daily Hope share the transforming love of Jesus with people around the world will be matched up to $100,000. Here's Rick to tell you more. Jesus told his disciples that they should live their lives according to five specific purposes. He said, you've got to love God with all your heart, that's worship, and love your neighbor as yourself, that's ministry, that's called the great commandment. And then Jesus said, go make disciples, that's evangelism, baptize them into the family of God, that's fellowship, a sign of fellowship. And then he said, teach them to obey everything I've taught you, that's discipleship. And we call that the great commission. We believe it daily hope that a great commitment to the great commandment and the great commission will produce a great Christian, a great church, a great company, a great community. You know, I started Daily Hope so I could spread the good news about Jesus, not just across America, but all around the world. And we want people to know that God's word is filled with hope and truth And the power that we need to follow him every day is available to every single one. You know as well as I do that the word of God changes lives. It's alive, it's active, and it breathes new life and new love into all of our lives. So wherever you listen to this, whether you listen on the website, whether you listen on a radio station, whether you listen through a podcast, you're a part of the Daily Hope family, and I need your help. We could not do this without your support. Now, you know I don't take any funds from this broadcast. We don't have any giant million-dollar donor who's giving big gifts to this. It comes from daily donations from listeners like you. We're 100% listener-funded. Would you continue to pray for this broadcast, and would you continue to support us? And let write to me. Let, let me hear from you. I absolutely love reading the stories that are sent to me. So write me. Pray for me and support this ministry. And God will bless it and God will bless you and we'll get to heaven and we'll thank God for all the people going to be in heaven because you cared. Thanks for listening today. Join me next time as we continue to look into God's word for our daily hope. Remember, all this month, every dollar you give to help Daily Hope share the transforming love of Jesus with people around the world will be matched up to $100,000 but only till midnight December 31st. Anything not matched will be lost, so please give your best gift today. You can give right now by going to PastorRick.com or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. We'll say thanks by sending you the brand new Daily Hope Prayer Journal. That's PastorRick.com or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.